I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. Hey, what a blessing it is to be with you by means of radio. As far as the Bible is concerned, we're turning to the book of Job. And we're going to see a man here that was hedged in. Let's see how that applies to me and you. A man that was hedged in. I hope we're catching you just right. Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us, we forget to do this from time to time. You can get us where it's easy as the old keyboard there. It's just that F F O M M part of the World Wide Web, that www.fomm.org that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International in the port of Bon Secours, uh, Alabama. And uh, if we can help you, please leave us a note. Our little website is very, very simple. We keep it that way for a reason. And uh, if we can help you, uh, please uh, let us know. The book of Job and a number of verses here we could read. But uh, I'm going to go all the way down to verse 8, Job chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feared God and escheweth evil? Now we know this man was not perfect in the sense of sinlessness because of what we read in chapter 7. Job there confesses that he has sinned and is asking the Lord to uh, take and uh, uh, forgive, uh, pardon his iniquity there. But uh, perfect and upright, in the sense of a moral man that honored God. Uh, This man, as far as we think about avoiding uh, evil, uh, staying away from evil, and uh, evidently knew the true God of heaven. It says, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made a hedge about him? Now there's my verse and there's my word. The devil says, Hast thou not made a hedge about him? and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. Now let's see if we can take this old thousands of years going back, how we can bring this up into this age, and how does this affect me and you? Now, as far as hedge, hast thou made not hast thou uh, made a hedge about him? What is this? What is a what is a hedge? And of course, it speaks of something like a fence, a boundary. If you look at it physically, a barrier, some kind of enclosure, means of protection and defense. And the devil says that's what you've given. That's what you've given to this man. And as far as we think about a hedge is concerned, you've seen fences around farmlands. You've seen fences around homes. And 
what this has done for uh, Job is this has to do with something that's material and physical. Uh, it showed up in three areas of Job's life. Notice in verse 10, hast thou not made a hedge about him? All right, that's him. The him is Job as a person. It said, and about his house, that's his people. We think about his family. All right, this hedge, this special protection and defense shows up in three areas. First of all, in Job's person, in his people, and then also his possessions. It says, you've put a hedge about him, about his house, and about all that he hath on every side. Now, what's the problem? These hedges irritated the adversary. Are you listening? Job, as far as a person is concerned, he shunned evil, walked in the opposite direction. Now, Satan suggests that Job's life and his relationship to God was based on this hedge, attack on his character. Satan said, all right, with his hedge about him, doth Job fear God for naught? All right, this hedge brought blessings, fruitfulness, prosperity, and he said, you take it away, and what will happen? All right, he'll turn his back on you. In other words, he's saying, Job served God for what he could get out of it. All right, now let's apply that today. Could in any way this apply to me and you? Would you serve God? I think one of the uh, the old reformers of the past said something like this. Would you serve God if there was nothing involved in it but salvation of soul? And I wonder, you know, we live in an age, we live in a materialistic age. And even in, the, we think about it in the realm of Christianity, there's something that has crept into theology that goes something like this. If you come to know Christ and you possess this salvation that is through Christ, if you, if you possess Bible salvation, it gives you access to things. It gives you access to possessions. And there is something in theology today that uh, it looks as if uh, if now you are a Christian, uh, my friend, you can uh, you can actually tap in on the resources of God. You can have things, but would you keep serving God if there were no things involved? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, "Doth Job fear God for naught? So what? All right, Satan says this." You take this hedge away. Are you listening? You take this hedge away. All right? Now, did it happen? And of course, the answer is yes. So we have to say, maybe propose this question. Can God, does God control this hedge? And the answer is yes. Could God remove this hedge if he so desired? The answer there is in verse 12, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thine power. Oh, all right. But God is sovereign. If God is our creator, and he is, if he's our preserver, and he is, if he's our teacher, and he is, then he knows what's best. What's happening here? As we read down through the book of Job and go all the way to chapter 41 and then 42, we find God is going to do something to make Job even better. But can he remove this hedge? Now, let's talk about this just for a moment. All right. Look at this. Look at this in light of the New Testament. You know, is there a hedge for believers the day and age we live? And the answer there is yes. 
It's salvation of soul. As far as salvation of soul, this is a divine hedge that can never be removed or damaged or threatened. Satan has no access to this hedge because salvation of soul is that that affects the inside of man. And as far as the soul is concerned, if Christ is your Savior, if you've trust, if you've trusted the finished work of Christ and only the work of Christ, that's the only way you're going to have any peace. People from time to time, they, they try to do something to be saved. You'll never get any peace that way until you trust the one who has done it all. It is Jesus that paid the price. And when I trusted that, peace came to my heart. And Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 and chapter 4 and verse 30 speaks of being, well, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. I've got that hedge about me. Now, Satan does not have access to that hedge. But, my friend, we live in a body. And as far as this whole body is concerned, thinking about our body, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I certainly understand that. And it's to be submitted uh, unto God, under control of the Holy Spirit. What is it, Romans 6? Uh, dead indeed into sin, but alive unto God. And this hedge is provided for us as we live in obedience in a good relationship with God. Uh, as Job, perfect and upright, fearing God and hating evil. But does this exempt me from problems? And the answer is no. It didn't do so in the life of the Apostle Paul, did he not? God allowed that a throne, uh, not a throne, but a thorn, a thorn in the flesh. God actually, as far as the old body is concerned, provides for us as he did in the days of Job, provides for us a perfect protection as we live for God. Now, can I walk away from this hedge and allow sin to rule in my body? Now, Satan cannot have access to my soul. All that the Lord has saved, and that seal. But as far as this old body is concerned, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 17, e, yes, it is the temple of the Holy Ghost. But if you defile this temple, what does that mean? Hurt this temple. 1 Corinthians 3, 17, it says, him shall God destroy. As far as this old body is concerned. As far as my body, I want to make sure I yield my body into God, whereby I can enjoy not only a spiritual hedge, as far as my soul and knowing my soul is saved forever, and Satan does not have access to that, my friend. As far as my body, I want to live in such a way that my body is submitted unto God, that I might have this hedge of protection. But could God remove this if he so desired? And if he would do so, he would do so for my betterment. Let's go just a little further. Can God remove the hedge as far as the body? And we're thinking about God providing safety for us as far as the outside is concerned. Uh, yes, he can, but he knows what's best. And as the case of the man by the name of Job, he's doing this for our betterment. But Satan has to operate within limits. Verse 12 says, The Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Satan is subject to the will and the way of God. What about Satan? He's constantly on the hunt. Verse 7, And the Lord said unto Satan, Which comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro, 
in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Doing what? As in the case of Job, Satan is trying to take and uh, bring accusation. Uh, as far as this accuser is concerned, uh, God, is, God is still in control. Satan is on the haunt. What is First Peter chapter 5, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Yes, he's after you to get you to accuse God falsely. Satan wants to get Job to accuse God and blaspheme God, and he'll even use others to try to provoke Job to be able to do this. But what happens? Oh, I read all the way down chapter 1. All the way down to chapter 30, into chapter 40, into chapter 41, and into chapter 42. You know what I find in Job 42? There is reward for godly living. All right. My soul is saved, yes. A hedge, a spiritual hedge for the soul. Uh, a hedge for my body as I live for God. But even if this hedge was to be removed, my friend, God is doing that all for my protection. And it was uh, so in the days of the Apostle Paul. God allowed that thorn to be there. Oh, it was going to bring glory to God. And he found out when he was weak, he was strong, you know. So as far as this hedge is concerned, yes, it makes the devil mad, but he's limited in power. And if I can trust God for my soul, I can do so with my body. I live in such a way that I honor God. As far as my body is concerned, the temple of the Holy Ghost, reckon it dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God. That holy life, my friend, let's live it for God. And you know what? Oh, a reward for godly living. Job chapter 42, uh, God gave him twice as much as he ever had before. And as far as reward for me and you, I know it's difficult to serve God. Satan is always on the run. He wants to create some kind of circumstance to cause us to accuse God and get away from God and his word and get away from church, you know. Oh, the adversary is a loser. There is reward for godly living to endure the hardship. There is that hedge that God has given us. First, for the soul, Satan does not have access, but oh, as far as the body, let's live that life for God that we might have my friend, that victorious Christian life. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.